He writes raps. Don't they all? They're all rappers. Yeah, but he's got headphones on his character design. Welcome to Love It or Weave It, where we let you know if we love an anime enough to recommend it to everyone or if it's just for the worst of the weebs. I'm Annie, and I can't rap. I'm Jeff, and I got mad vibes, yo. No, no, keep... (laughs) (laughs) I'm canceling myself. That was bad. If you're new to the podcast, each week we watch the first three episodes of a new anime and cast our votes to Love It or Weave It. Today we are covering Hypnosis Mike Division Rap Battle, which is available subbed on Funimation. But before we get into that, we're going to do our regular anime manga webtoon check-in. Have you, Annie, watched or read anything? It's been two weeks since we last recorded? Yes, that is true. But that does not mean that I've consumed (laughs) any other media. (laughs) What about you? Uh, what did I do? I finished, I finished Mr. Love, Queen's Choice. Good Lord. Um, it was, it was a fun ride. Um, it definitely like, there were, there are parts by the end of it where it's like the opening is all like this sweet and innocent, like it's all like the melody is like upbeat and like it's all like happy and full of hearts and stuff and they're in love land but like the actual plot that's happening is like really dark and grim and it's like this does not match oh so it does get depressing yeah but it's not um i don't know like the first season ends on a note where it's like oh things are kind of bleak but also kind of okay and i don't know like the story could go in much bleaker directions or it could be like okay we resolved that and now everything's back to normal. I don't really know where the story goes after that in the game. But definitely, um, Lucian is the worst. He's terrible. I hate him. Victor, I hate less. Okay, good, because I like Victor. He definitely like is less of the absolute worst. But okay, um Gavin and Yuki are so you is that his name? Yuki? What? The the, the blonde haired one. No, what is it? Akiro. Akiro, yeah. Yeah. Yes, it had key in it because he was a secret hacker named Key. Anyway, um, they were still great. And yeah, there's lots of uh, intrigue and stuff. And yeah, yeah, yeah. At some point, I realized that it was um, is basically The Bachelorette with X-Men. Oh, my God. And then the series really clicked to me. Um, but also, I tried to get into Webtoons because I was going through a phase where I just did not want to touch manga for um, reasons that mm-hmm. would probably be clear if people knew when we were recording this, but... Yeah. It's going to be released several weeks from now. Um, and so I was like, oh, I should actually like, try to really get into Webtoons. And then I realized the number one series that I wanted to read if I got if I started reading Webtoons was Lore Olympus, which yes. I couldn't. I, I I find I don't want to start that now because I'm in the middle of playing Hades. And I'm, I don't want to get like conflicting interpretations of Greek mythology oh confusing me. So I need to finish Hades first. Yeah, yeah. hurry up with Hades. <laughs> um so then I was like, okay, the other one that you've been hyping up is True Beauty. And I was like, should I really yes. start with True Beauty? Like, No. <laughs> the, also, the beginning's, um, I want to say, rougher than the rest. Because you like, have to deal with, well, it's just like in the beginning, it's very much focused on her beauty standards and stuff, which is like less fun than the drama later on. You're not, you're not selling me at all. I know. <laughs> I would. I don't think you should start with True Beauty. <laughs> and then I was really bummed out because a couple... I guess it was like over a year or two ago, I made like a tweet where I like asked people like, oh, like what webtoons should someone check out if they're like, what, what's like your favorite webtoons? And Is it all I, Lore like, Olympus? Well, I, like, I, I basically like went into the app and like favorited all the ones people suggested. And then 
it was really weird going back to that tweet and looking at what everyone had suggested and now being like, oh my God, there were so many suggestions for Tower of God and God of High School. And I'm just like, like some of the, some of the replies were saying that like Tower of God is like the best action comic they've ever read. And I'm like, that can't be true. That can't well, be right. To be, to be fair to like Tower of God and like God of High School and all that stuff, apparently the show's cut out cut out a lot i guess like i guess i I guess i am open to the idea of trying them out as comics and seeing if i enjoy them as comics more than i enjoyed them as anime but because they they both both of those series seem like they're kind of thing that like eventually get wowed enough that they're like completely different eventually yeah the first season but but i definitely got a vibe from both of them they were not my kind of thing well you never know so now now i'm just kind of stuck and i'm like i don't know where i would go with webtoons you can read castle swimmer that one's good what castle Castle Swimmer. Castle Swimmer. Oh, is that about hot swimming boys? It's about, um, I guess, not mermaids, you'd call oh, them, but no. like fish oh, no. people. But they are oh, both no. boys, the two mm. main characters. Okay. So that's better. There is also, if you do want mermaids, Siren's this does Lament. This look cute. Siren's Lament is very dramatic. Is that how you say that word, Lament? That's right, right? Uh, sure. Sure. I can't say words, so. <laughs> but if you want some mermaid content, that one's great. I, I don't. Okay, well, if you want fish boy content, then Castle Swimmer is good. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I'll check that out. Yay! Oh, why is it recommending me freaking romance? Don't I don't read that one. I read like a couple, cha- not a couple, like fifty chapters. Doesn't get better as you go on. Okay, so there is another thing that I've been watching that I was really excited to cover on the podcast until I realized that it doesn't fit the format of the podcast because it's a short anime and not oh a full. Oh my god, what is series. this? So I told Annie Vance that I'm going to make her watch one episode of the show. Now, a single episode, which I think is the best of the show, and so I'm going to text it to you now, and then we'll watch it, and I'll probably, in the editing, cut it cut while we're, while we're watching. Um, okay, so, so we're going to go watch this three-minute short now, this three-minute short of Grand Blues. Episode five? Yeah, it's the best one. So Grand Blues is the uh, four-coma spinoff of Grand Blue Fantasy, and this is the anime adaptation of the... <laughs> Um, absurd comedic series. So we'll be back in a second with Annie's reactions to the show. I hate you so much. <laughs> and we're only, what, like a minute in? It gets worse, don't worry. Jeff, what the hell? <laughs> That's it. I'm going to kill you with my own two hands. That was the whole thing. Can I stop it? <laughs> um, I don't, but look at this cute ending sequence. I'm going to stop it now. I've seen enough. <laughs> That's enough from you. I'm they, never watching anything you ever tell me to watch ever again. Oh, it's so good. Okay, okay. So we How watched is episode this good. <laughs> we watched episode five of Grand Blues, uh, titled "King Gives the Orders." Uh, what were your thoughts? It's bad. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, sure, I jumped into episode five without any context, but I doubt context helps. <laughs> no, I, I. There would definitely episodes one through four do not give you any more context for this. Ugh. What is the point of the show? I mean, the, the 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 original comic exists just to like have random funny asides with like the huge swath of characters. Like it doesn't tell a consistent storyline of like, here's what the characters are doing or whatever. It's just like, oh, there's a new character that needs to be promoted because they're getting a new version soon. So like, here's a random story with them or whatever. But this was a, I thought, the best episode of the anime because it featured a lot of my favorite characters like Kane. Kane's really hot. Uh, Samophon's my favorite character. He only got like a really brief moment in this, but he has a whole tragic backstory and just happens to really like coffee. And then there's this uh, Lunalu who 
makes doujin and then when she sells the doujin or doesn't sell the doujin to Belial, Belial is like the most evil person in the story but also like like everything he says is a sexual innuendo so yeah of course was really into reading her yaoi doujin it is um bad it's bad is what it is <laughs> If this were a show, I'd say wee bit and never look at it again. But the characters were billiard balls, and then no. the the Q missed, and then Save went into the, the dragon, and then he got buff because it went on his butt. I hate you. <laughs> oh, hate I'm glad. So I'm glad I got to force you to watch that. This is uh, painful. That it was, yeah. It was a collection of random inside jokes that would not make any sense without having experienced a bunch of story of the game over years, but I'm glad you got to suffer. Yeah, thanks a bunch. Can we focus on the, the train wreck that we're supposed to be focusing on? Spoiling my opinions, my bad. <laughs> oh, I, I, I've just been... Your vibes just, like, blew me back Shut a mile. Up. Like, Shut up! I, I am... I, With my illegal mic. I'm so sorry. Um... Okay, let, let's talk about hypnosis, Mike, but I, I don't, I have been swept off my feet and crushed the ground. I don't know how to get back up to. Oh my God, fine. I'll talk about hypnosis, Mike. <laughs> I don't actually want to. Jeff, it's your series. You, okay. t- you do it. Okay, hypnosis, Mike, is uh, apparently originally a, like, what's the term for it? A, like, full on, like, cross media, what do they call it? A, a multimedia project uh, originally created by King Records record company and apparently it started off as like basically like initially it was a bunch of cds and then you would vote on the different rap groups that you preferred based on the cds and then so like in and i guess like the cds came with voting cards and stuff and so and then later in the year there's eventually a game and then there was manga based on the game and now there's the anime based on i assume story from the games and the manga and i guess the narrative in the songs uh it's a whole lot of stuff. I don't think anything other than the anime has been localized into English. So um, I had tried to play the game a while back because it I had generally heard positive things about it and it looked cool. Um, but yeah, the anime, the premise of the anime is um, it is set in a world where a, what do they call the political party? Do you remember? No, but they're women. <laughs> yeah. So there, there's a political party of women who have taken over the government. There was a coup and they took over the government. And completely outlawed all weaponry. So there are no more guns, no more weapons of all forms, aside from microphones that they gave to people. I don't and- know what was <laughs> what was going through their heads. Um, and they also, it's it's so all of, all of the boy groups, all of the boy rap groups. Of course, I'm calling them boy groups. All of the rap groups are boys, are men. And I was yeah. confused because this political party is all women, and they were like, women have taken power. It's now a time that time has come for women to take charge. And then it's like this. But then the show is all focused on men, but then they kind of make it clear later on that it's because the the women in charge are like, let's make them all fight each other and keep them occupied with this. Because women are <laughs> bad. <laughs> Um, it's it's an amazing premise, and basically each of the each of the four rap groups. There are apparently more in the franchise, but the anime so far, from what we've seen, only focused on these first four, um, whose names I maybe can list out. Um, so there's Buster Bros, Mad Trigger Crew, Fling Posse, and um, Matenro, and they basically represent. Actually, I'm not sure about. Um, one of the four of them because they weren't really focused on these three episodes but each of them is basically like it's supposed to be based on like turf battles and each of them represents a district or area or city um so like buster bros is ikibukuro magic crew is yokohama uh 
Matenro is Shinjuku, and Fling Posse is... I don't know, because they didn't actually focus on them in the... Oh, Shibuya. They're Shibuya. Um, that makes sense, because Shibuya is artsy and stuff. So, yeah. Um, and they basically, like, each of the rap groups, like, the personalities of the three members kind of reflects the things that the district or city is known for. Although, in some ways, I don't know... We'll get to this later, but, like, the way they represent Yokohama as a, like, a lawless battleground of... Yakuza cops and Navy. <laughs> I'm kind of confused by, but okay. Um, yeah, so that that is, and and so there are no, there's no weaponry in the world. So they battle through microphones. There are illegal microphones. I don't know the difference in a legal microphone and a legal microphone, but it's basically just they they dish out sick raps, and then people get blown away and defeated, and that's the show. Yep, that's it. So, are we gonna are we gonna give our verdict? Let's give our initial verdict. I only. <laughs> you already can tell what mine is. I am. I am pissed off with your illegal microphone oh opinion my God. here. Shut up, Jeff. <laughs> so you you do not like the show. <laughs> Just stop. Stop acting surprised. No, it's so good. What? Are you joking? No, it's so good. Oh my god. You're so wrong. Like, you're entitled to your wrong opinion, but good lord, Jess. This is the best show of the life. It's awful. <laughs> I'm sure if you like it, if you like the, the like, property before this, then this is just more fun times with your boys. But I don't have any attachment to these people, so it's just bad. Wait, okay, what's bad? Tell me what's bad. Why are you doing this Aside to me? Aside from your opinion. Why are you doing this to me, Jeff? <laughs> First you make me watch it. There's so much I had to watch. There's oh, three episodes. That's so much when it's bad. What? It's, uh, I mean, I'm not going to say that like they were like amazing, excellent, character-driven narratives. Like I wasn't yes, like, oh my no god, story. they're so sweet. Okay, like, this show, first and foremost, this show goes zero to a hundred real quick. It's like, hi, just live in. Suddenly I can kill you with a microphone. <laughs> let me rob a bank and let me try to like kill some people and okay the bank robbing thing was crazy he's like look how many microphones i have if i speak they'll kill everyone in here like it was a bomb how do you not love that i hate it and like i don't know anybody's story does anyone have a plot no they're just fighting no okay 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 i think there are glimpses into stuff like that because we saw that um so basically the first episode is like a uh, random kind of montage of like really short set pieces just to introduce the four groups and to have them do some rap sequence to show how powerful they are or whatever. How good they are at rapping, which is another thing. The raps. <laughs> not not great. Okay, I'm I'm definitely not a connoisseur of raps at whatsoever so it just it felt less like well i mean everyone's open to their own interpretation of music but oh boy this rapping was sure something (laughs) they were sure talking real fast regardless of how the music sounded Uh, but yeah so so the first episode is like a introduction to all four groups and the second episode is basically a full character episode for the i guess first group buster bros and the third episode was um focused on matenro and uh why did i bring that up 
to try to prove that there was a plot. Oh, oh yeah, because um, we got like little glimpses that apparently the I don't know if they actually have leaders in each group, but they basically act like the um, the older brother in the Buster Bros and the doctor in Matenro that they previously were in a group together or something. There's some connection there, so I'm like, okay, there's some backstory, there's seeding, and like maybe some through line. I okay, okay, I, I should at least like defend why I think the show is great. Because it's so absurd. Great? You're going to say great? Yeah. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I was a little bit worried about loving it if we, because I I feel like it. You really thought my ass was going to love this? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. I think this is like pure, like what makes anime absurd and fun. It's it's this pure distilled version of that. It's so ridiculous. It's so absurd. Like as soon as you see someone hijacking a bank or coming in to rob a bank with a microphone <laughs> like holding a mic someone up to a microphone as if it's yeah, just knife, holding like- it near her face like <laughs> like it's gonna do something oh it's so good it's so absurd wait, wait jeff this is the thing that made me so angry they were talking about how women have made uh weapons illegal which like we'll just we'll dissect that whole thing later but the fact that he was like, it's an illegal microphone. I'm like, why don't you just get an illegal gun? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I was confused about that part. I'm like... Get a bomb. When have they ever been legal? <laughs> I think there was one part of the three episodes where someone had a knife or a gun or something, didn't they? I feel like maybe a knife. I can't remember. I blacked out. <laughs> but yeah, like they, they got defeated through the power of music instead. But um, yeah, so like, I, yeah, it does seem like if there are, if there is illegal microphones, why isn't there also illegal weaponry? I, I don't, I don't quite know that or like what makes it. I don't know if that's just because we're Americans or what, but get a gun, dude. <laughs> I mean, it just seems like if you are, are illegal, I don't know, like you could just be like, it could be your legally issued, gu- your, your legally issued microphone while you're doing crimes. I don't know. It It's, it's definitely, I don't know how much like. I don't think it's the kind of lore that you're supposed to be going deep diving into like, how do they get their microphones? Like what's the industry of microphone making and stuff like it's just fun, silly absurdness. And the character designs are fun. The boys are are fun. The boys are fun. Who's your favorite group? Um, I don't know of a favorite group. I think, I think actually the, um, the weird Yokohama. (laughs) See, like, I think a lot of the things you're talking about, like the, the rap, like a lot of the lyrics are just so stupid that I find them really funny. Yeah, they're bad. So the Mad Trigger crew, the ones that are from Yokohama, they like their intro rap is just like, <laughs> I forget the exact words, but it's basically like, I'm a Yakuza, I'm a cop, I'm the Navy. It's like, I, I am like, the Navy. There's like cop, Yakuza, Navy, cop, Yakuza, Navy. It's like, it's so stupid. It's pretty bad. <laughs> I love it. But honestly, I think they're my favorite group. Yeah. Just aesthetically. I mean, you love cops. Um, yeah. Copaganda is over here. That's for me. But they got, uh, there's one, they have glasses boy, they have white hair boy. And then, oh, do you like the other one? Cause he's like a redhead. The third in that group. Yeah. Is that red hair? I can't tell. Yeah. Real. Mm, I guess so. I didn't think it was it's like I orange. I wasn't sure if his hair is red. My favorite character, and you need to tell me if his hair is red, is because they're my favorite group, but my favorite individual character is Doppo. Yeah, he's from, got red hair. He's okay, yeah. I, I thought it was red. I wasn't sure. He's your favorite? Um, is it because he's like a, just a sad salary he, man? He's just me. Like, he has red <laughs> hair. He has ba- permanent bags under his eyes. He's, I mean, oh I can't God. really relate to being a salary man, but like, he's just so upset. So, okay. So, his basic, the, the premise of their group is that they are Shinjuku, which is, and I mean, Shinjuku is a wide area and there's lots of different areas of Shinjuku, but the the place where they are always shown when it's like, I don't know, in the opening and stuff, that's the things that are associated with their character image or whatever is like um, the Metropolitan Government Building. So like, I think the more uh, like uh, business area of it. And so 
So there's the leader guy who is a doctor, and there is Doppo, who is just a salary man, and his microphone. Well, first, first off, the doctor's microphone I think is amazing because it's a it turns into a um I don't know what's called that um with the little snake thingy or whatever. Yeah, like the mythological representation of medicine that's like the, the, yeah. the two snakes wrapped around the staff. I do think that was fun. He's I really should mic. know the name of that thing. <laughs> Why you're uh, not a doctor? It's a. Uh, in Greek mythology, the rod of Asclepius. Uh, I'm not a doctor, but I have been watching Scrubs lately, so I'm Jesus basically a doctor. Lord. What year is it? <sighs> There's a new podcast recapping Scrubs, so Shut you know it's up. topical. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so the so he, his microphone turns into the the rod of Asclepius, and Dapo's microphone turns into a flip phone. <laughs> he's a salary man like it's so stupid yeah and- it's pretty dumb but it is it is fun but i don't i would love it more if i had like known these characters beforehand i feel like i thought this was a plenty plenty of an introduction to like the weird no, ex- no, no. eccentricities of these characters also i need to mention the last one in that group hifumi who is hot blonde haired boy who works as a host in a hostess you know not a hostess, a host <laughs> i hate club. this man i hate him <laughs> So he's he's a hot, sexy, suave host, but if he takes off his jacket, he's like intimidated by girls. He's like so. afraid of women and he forgets their names and like <laughs> I don't I hate that man. I I don't yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Like does he literally have multiple personalities? Like are there multiple spirits like is there actually like a second character that is like him without the jacket on or something? Like, I don't, I don't know, know if there's more going on there or if it's just a fun, weird quirk, but I think he's uh, supposed to represent like a uh, Kabukcho, the like seedy red light district. Yes. And he is. Um, I don't understand the Buster Bros, whose like theming is that they're just three bros, three brothers. Um, and then I think they have the weakest theming because they're supposed to be based on, they're supposed to be like centered in Ikebukuro. And the youngest brother does hacking. The middle brother likes watching soccer. And the older brother is an older brother, I guess. I don't know. Maybe there's more to them we just haven't seen he in their focus episode. He writes raps. He writes raps. Don't they sick. all? They're all rappers. Yeah, but he's got headphones on his character design. So, <laughs> okay, can I ask you, does Jiro, the like middle brother, does he look Does he like dream Ash of sushi? to you? A little bit, yeah. No. He dreams He's of like, little sushi. I, that was my thing when I when I saw him. I was like, is that Ash? <laughs> I guess. Like, it's just the, like, the red the hat and the yeah, yeah, it's like the red cap and like the blue like jacket. This is glow up. I guess, yeah. His collarbones are exposed. <laughs> uh, Whoa, um, there's a lot. I'm now that I'm looking at them, quite a few of them have their collarbones exposed. How scandalous. But yeah, the the like actual plots of those two focus episodes were not anything, you know, like particularly they're just serviceable. Like I don't think they like in contrast to A3, which I think is a good comparison because it's a bunch of attractive boys. They're both like Otome media, like, you know, things targeting women who'd like to objectify boys. And A3, I feel like was surprising in like how how like relatable and like human the writing was or like i don't know it was just like oh wow there's a lot of heart to this and there's a lot of like they're dealing with complex emotions and it's more than you know like there's more under the surface Meets than the i expected oh boy <laughs> but yeah th- this this uh the plots in these episodes were just like basically just an excuse to show off the character's weird quirks and so i don't think it has any of that like interesting depth that a3 kind of has but they're just fun and quirky and weird <laughs> 
It's so absurd. I think my least favorite definitely, I mean, I don't know because we didn't get to the focus episode, but Fling Posse, who's, I don't remember, we got like a brief introduction in the first episode. One of them, one of their sticks is that they speak in Shakespearean English, which is frustrating. Yeah. Well, one of them does, not all of them, right? Right. I don't remember the other two did. Well, okay. I remember that the pink haired one sounds like a baby. Oh boy. Um, Gentaro is, I think, the one that speaks in like old language. I'm sure it's different in Japanese. I just don't understand it. <laughs> and then, like the last guy was gambling or something. Oh yeah, he just kept talking about gambling. Which but I kind of, I kind of liked their song the best. See, I didn't even remember the songs. To be fair, aside from when they were so stupid, like the Mad Trigger Crew. The Mad Crew. Trigger one. crew. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. I think I liked the Fling Posse song the best. Me? No. Buster Bros had a solid one. I think it was their second one I liked. I'm kind of confused. It seemed like between these three episodes, there was a lot higher density of songs than I expected. That's okay. That's what I didn't like. I'm sure it's exactly what people want, but I didn't like how many songs there were. I was like, give me just a little bit of story. (laughs) Just like a crumb. I just want to care about you. Like, give me a reason because I will. And then they didn't. And also some of the songs, like the like the more complicated they were, the worse the animation got. Oh yeah, they're definitely especially in the first episode. I think it changed a little bit for the second third one, but like a lot of the the sequences in the first episode were just like, let's have like fifty different motion graphics moving at once so you can't you don't notice that we're using these crappy three D models that don't actually look very good. Yeah, it was insane. And I was like, All right, I get it. Time to go. <laughs> yeah, it's just like I like the aesthetic when the um I, I like um I don't know what you call it, like motion typography or like the the yeah. like text moving as words come on screen. It's a little bit weird because it's not text that we can understand, or at least I especially can't read Japanese fast enough to follow along, so just mm-hmm. still reading subtitles. Um but it looks cool, but yeah, in this especially the ones in the first episode, it's just like there's the motion text, there's like fifty different layers behind it, there's like all these three D objects, there's like fancy visual effects, it's just like too many things and it's like, okay, this is uh a too lot. much. Yeah, I want to give a shout out to whoever is translating these. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Especially if they're like simul translating these. What a pain. And like they kind of see it seemed like they were trying to make it like kind of like rhyme or flow in English. Um, and I'm so sorry that you have to do this. Yeah, that seemed uh, that seems like a really tough challenge. The one thing I noticed that I was surprised by the execution detail was um, that I mean, we only got a brief glimpse into it, but that one character who spoke in Shakespearean English in the in the translated English. I was surprised that a lot a lot of times when people write fake Shakespearean English, they like just throw in random like dits dits and thou and thee and and doth and stuff. And there there is actually like a usage pattern to them. Like there are certain like dids is only supposed to be in second person and thou is only supposed to thou is second person, but it's only supposed to be when it's a subject, not an object. And there are various rules like that. And I was surprised that at least in that first episode, it seemed like they were actually following and respecting all those rules of Shakespearean English. Why do you know those? Because I, as a kid, was, like, I took, I, I, the language I studied in middle school and high school was Latin, so I like knew all the formal grammar rules and liked to correct people That's if they got so anything wrong. So useless. I really liked correcting people and telling them they were wrong. And so that's why you learned Latin. <laughs> that's not why I learned Latin, but I grew to appreciate that power that I had because of Latin. Oh my god! What were your other options in school? What were your other options? Uh, Spanish, French, German, or Latin. And you picked Latin. 
Yeah. You I could didn't... have picked a useful one, like <laughs> Spanish or French and maybe German. I never thought about... See, if the option, had... if there had been an option for Japanese, then I would have been like, oh, there's all this media I could enjoy if I knew this extra language. But it never, never occurred to me that like, if I knew a language, I could enjoy some other media or culture or anything. I was just like, oh, it's an academic wow. thing. Also, I was really pretentious as a kid and it was kind of like... I'll learn Latin. No, no. Oh. He's kind of that. But also like the culture around the school is that like... <laughs> The, you know, like the most intellectual students took Latin and the other languages were easier courses. So it was like, oh, if you didn't care about academics, you would take wow. Spanish. And now looking back on that where I'm like, oh, people who don't care about studying take Spanish. Like how much, maybe like, maybe like 20% of that was true. And the other 80% was just racism. So Probably. Yeah. Now you can't understand all of the street signs here <laughs> or any of the high schools in my hometown. But I can, um, no, I can't. I was going to say I can recite the first couple lines of the Aeneid, but I can't. So That's so sad. <laughs> you yeah, gained nothing from this class other than being able to identify that they are using Shakespearean English correctly <laughs> in subtitles and hip mic. I hate you. <laughs> also, people don't even... Like people who haven't taken Latin don't even know what the Aeneid is. It's like the Iliads. The Iliads. um, You could just be making up words. Sad younger brother. The Aeneid is the Iliad from the basically Trojan perspective, kind of. But it's more. It's like a mixture of the Iliad and the Odyssey. Jeff, Jeff, you're operating under the assumption (laughs) I know what that other thing you're talking about is. The Iliad. Yeah, like that's a word, and I'm sure I've heard it, but I don't know what you're saying. Uh, Try to rub your Latin and your fancy edumacation in my face. The Iliad is the source material for the hit game Hades so wow I'm happy for you (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, are there any other like aspects of the show we haven't talked about Um, it's great but I don't like it. It's amazing. Yeah, you agree. It's just great how dumb it is, but I do not enjoy watching it and I will not watch more. Oh, now, now, I, think, now I remember what I was going to mention. I do not know how to pronounce... Okay, so it's definitely hypnosis mic. Sure. Those are English yeah. words. When you abbreviate it, how do you pronounce that abbreviation? Hip mic? Okay, so, so you pronounce it like it's hip, like H-I-P. Yeah, not hype. Yeah, I was sure. Do you pronounce it like hype mic or hip no, mic? No, hip hip like hypnosis oh yeah i guess even that's why you don't pronounce it hypnosis never mind <laughs> i'm confused i, I guess I'm, I'm confused because i see the hyp and then i think i'm supposed to pronounce it like hype oh my but goodness gracious. so it's hip mic okay although you're you're a you're an anti so i can't trust your opinion yeah i'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> um did you find any not 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 that i want to be the one to drag us into save a sidebar but were there any notable wow i can't believe you, you would do this um there's i don't think so there's nobody that like really stood out to me i did like the doctor's voice uh, like you didn't know the name you just liked the voice or yeah i just liked his voice he has a nice deep voice i feel like i've heard it in something else can't put my finger on what i want to say food wars but that sounds like a random shot in the dark <laughs> I was surprised, um, this isn't thorough research, but when I was looking at, um, oh, where was I looking? I guess like the Wikipedia page for the Hypnosis Mike franchise as a whole, not the anime. And it lists like the characters and their main voice cast, who I assume are also the voice cast in the anime. Uh, apparently they're different for this. There's a stage production that's different actors, but it seems like the same voice cast for the anime. And this isn't the most perfect metric, but I was surprised that it looks like about less than half of them have Wikipedia entries on English Wikipedia. So I think that's a measure of them being generally probably newer to the anime and voice acting industry. Um, I think, I don't think a lot of them are like super new. I just don't think they've had like big roles. Mm. Because like the doctor guy for sure is older. Um, I'm going to look him up right now, actually. Who plays you, sir? (laughs) Yeah, see, he's been around for a while. 
Ooh, the guy who plays that, is Gentaro the one who speaks in Shakespearean English? Yes, he is. Apparently he plays Feather in Grand Blue Fantasy, who just recently got a new upgrade oh in the game. God. And he looks very hot, and I want him, but I can't spend resources on him. Okay, okay, okay. I'm scrolling, scrolling. Oh, and he's 10 in Idol 7, so he, he has like a pretty long, thorough Yeah, resume. like a, lo- a lot of these voice actors have like long lists. I just can't pick them out in a lineup. I'm so sorry. You should be. <laughs> Who's pesky in JoJo's? What? Who? There's like a one of the characters, uh, the guy who voices Ichiro, is plays pesky in JoJo's Golden Wind, and I'm like, I don't remember a character. I'm named pesky. sure he's just a minor character that's there for ten seconds and never seen again. <laughs> oh. Oh my god. Okay, so Shohayami, the guy who had the deep voice, I was right. He is in Food Wars. <laughs> Okay, but how many people aren't in Food Wars? Okay, you're right. But he plays the the dad of Erina, Azami. He's bad. I agree with you. You're valid. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you're not valid in that you hate this brilliant, amazing show. Okay, I don't hate it. I just don't like it. <laughs> see, I, okay, see, like, I, my I've reservation- I've come around. My reservation going into it is that, like, I think if people are receptive to anime absurdity uh, and or receptive to Hot Boys and generally, like, Otome media, then I think if either of those conditions is true, I would absolutely recommend this show. But I I don't know if I would be, like, someone who has not watched any anime anime before. Like, this would be a a, a rude awakening. Yeah, this absolutely would not be the show to start people off on. (laughs) Can you imagine? Hey, check out anime. You send them this and then they die. (laughs) They just fall over from the vibes. The vibes are too strong. Yeah. I do wonder sometimes, like, occasionally I reflect back on, do you remember some of the, like, I can specifically remember some of the anime that I, like, one of the first couple, okay, I'm not telling the story well. Basically, like, the first couple anime I watched, aside from, like, you know, children stuff, the things that I actually sought out as anime were some of the best anime out there. Like, Fullmetal Alchemist, Woo. Death Note, this isn't yeah. the best, at, but Kogias in, in its own ways. They're iconic. Um, yeah are the ones you saw and then like the first couple ones i saw that were just not that big or iconic or whatever that like i was like oh god this is terrible but now i wonder like if i were to watch a show like that now would i be like oh it has some strengths and weaknesses and it was just that i was comparing it to like the giants at the time maybe because you only watched a plus stuff and then garbage yeah well that's okay so here wait where did you watch it that's important. Like in my life or like on what site? Like what site or like, because I, my introduction to anime was Adult Swim Tsunami. Oof. So my first anime was Inuyasha. Because you're privileged and had cable. Okay. It was just on. Okay. But I, <laughs> I remember I woke up, I like fell asleep on the couch or something and I woke up at like 2 a.m. and that's when Inuyasha was on for some reason, I think. It must have felt like 2 a.m. but it was probably like 11 because I was young. <laughs> And like Inuyasha was on and I was like, whoa, what's this? This looks cool. And then I like fell into a rabbit hole and that's now why my life is like this. It was all that one fateful night. But like, and then the only other shows I watched were like, I watched some Dragon Ball because that was on Toonami. Privilege, um, yeah. Oh my God. Well, what did you watch, Mr. I Had a Computer? <laughs> well, I I saw, I guess these don't really count because like seeing like Pokemon, then Digimon, then I guess around that time, Carcaptors was on WB. Um, okay, Pokemon? I barely count right. as anime. <laughs> Sorry, anime. Like Digimon, Cardcaptor, Sakura, like those start to count more, but I still consider that like and Yu-Gi-Oh! and stuff like that. I was like, I still consider them children's cartoons and like I was watching them. Yeah. I don't, I didn't know about them being separate media from Japan that had Same. been like butchered for an English audience or anything. So yeah. I, I do think it like, kind of separately from that. Like I had that phase that ended probably around fifth grade or so, sixth grade or so. And then in like eighth grade, my sibling, I don't remember how, if like I saw them watching stuff or if they were just like, oh, I want to show this stuff to Jeff. But I saw Serial 
Zero Experiments Lane, which and Fully Cooley around the same time. Dang. And those are both so wild in their own ways, completely different ways. And I was like, oh man, this anime stuff is great. Yeah, I remember because Pokemon, of course, that was my first anime, but I don't remember it being separate from like just like cartoons I was watching. But can I tell you a messed up thing about like my first like clamp thing was the Zubasa Reservoir Chronicles. <laughs> I never saw any of the other stuff. Oh, <laughs> so, like, speaking, speaking no of Zubasa Reservoir Chronicles, did you know that the character designer for this show, Minako Shiba, was also the character designer for Subasa Reservoir Chronicles. Does not show. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what that, like, to be the character designer for an anime pr- adaptation of a clamp work, I'm like, okay, so, so you're basically- The work like, is done. <laughs> that's not done. Like, there's still a lot of, I think there's a lot of technical work in taking someone's designs and then adapting it for- animation because you have to like draw them in different uh, poses and stuff and like set the guidelines for what can and can't be fudged while different mm-hmm. key animators are working on and stuff so there's a lot of technical work there but i think it's like the vision was already put there like so yeah but i think but i think if they're credited i think they're the main credited character designer for like this franchise so i assume they actually like came up with these designs for this or hit mic well wait were they the character designer for the whole thing or just for the show i thought it was for the whole thing but now i'm questioning that because it might have been for the whole show or just the show and like because these characters were already established and maybe they just like to come into projects where things are already done it's kind of weird because anime news network is only listing credits for the anime series so it's hard to verify well i have nothing to say i don't know why i said well Uh, it does look like there's a different character designer for the smartphone game, but that, at that point, that's not where the character designs would have initiated. So there's not tons of information on this. I want to watch the opening to not this show, but Subasa Reservoir. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I, hmm, hmm, hmm. I had lots of thoughts about that show because I like, I, I really loved the manga and then I thought the anime was really good. And then I just heard so much like, oh, the anime is crap. And I don't think that dismissive attitude would hold up now, but also like the anime didn't even get to any of the interesting story in the manga like stuff goes off the rails and the anime stopped like right before the stuff went off the rails but also i never finished the manga so i kept meaning to i dated someone for 11 years who had the entire series and kept meaning to finish the series and see how it ended and you never did yeah i had to watch this at the library (laughs) because i didn't have a computer of my own i think i watched suicide reservoir chronicle downloading episodes over 56k internet where it would take like days to download a single episode Yeah, I had to go to the library and like there was like someone put like the parts on YouTube. Oh yeah, yeah. So I had to do like one of six and like watch <laughs> them in like five minute chunks. My favorite was when I watched I watched a whole season of Digimon in parts like that on YouTube. I think it was in three parts each episode because I think there was a limit of ten minutes. But it was on fifty six k internet, so I couldn't just open YouTube and play the video. I would have to I'd basically like go down to my basement where the computer was open the three tabs of the three parts of the episode and then go up and do homework and then come back down like an hour later and then like, okay, now I can watch the episode. Wow. Yeah. I hope everyone today who watches anime knows how fucking privileged they are. <laughs> Says the person who had cable and Adult Swim and Toonami. See, I don't know about the cable thing. Like, I don't know how we got it. Cartoon Network is only on cable. Are you sure? I mean, I also grew up, I forget if I told this story in the podcast before, but my family was accidentally, inadvertently stealing cable for the first 10 years of my life until we got caught. And even that cable that we had did not have Cartoon Network. So I never had Cartoon Network. I did have MTV for the first 10 years of my life. Wow. Didn't help me. Why did you, ha- you, did, you didn't enjoy MTV? I was too young to care. I just put it on when for wow, wow, back when they had music videos. Yeah. I would just like put it on and like learn what was popular you know i like the countdowns oh yeah yeah yeah. i remember that wow what a time 
Back when MCV <laughs> had music videos in anime, you had to steal. There was the that was the only way you could get it. I don't. I don't think that was. I think there were ways, but I did not know about them, and they were much more what ways cumbersome. Were there? I think, like, I think there were was... physical releases in some form. Oh yeah, but like, when was I gonna find that as a like eleven year old? <laughs> uh, yeah. So we're old. I mean, you're still a baby. That's true, but I'm still feel I feel old. Somebody I told them I was twenty five, and they're like, "Oh," and I was like, "What do you mean, oh? <laughs> Take that back." Wait, do you think that means? They thought you were younger or they thought you were older? Well, they were much younger than me, so I think they thought that I was old. Did I tell you my dentist? I, like, went and, like, there was a new hygienist and he was cleaning my teeth. And he's like, oh, so, like, how old are you? And I was like, 25. And he's like, what? And he, like, stopped cleaning my teeth. And I was like, what do you mean, what? He's like, I thought you were, like, 17. I was going to ask where your parents <laughs> were. And I was like, no! What? <laughs> it was so brutal. That's, that's more extreme than I expected. It hurt my feelings. <laughs> but it was funny, so it makes up for it. I think it's I think it's how I sound. I think I sound like an eight-year-old, and they just assume that's what I am. <laughs> how much were you talking while you're getting your teeth cleaned? Well, it was before. He was like, hi, how are you? And I was like, I'm good, thank you. And you're like, I just put my lollipop away. Yes, thank you. for. <laughs> no, I had like two bags. So I'm like, I'm sorry. My friend gave this to me, and I don't want to leave it in the car. And like, I sounded like very upset, and I may- maybe sounded younger, because I was so panicked that they were going to be mad at me for bringing in two bags. And then he asked you if you liked hip mic and you were like, no, it's trash. And then he was like, well, nope, nope. You must be a child. Yes, that was it. (laughs) I do love my dentist though. Good people. That side of my story. (laughs) Oh, didn't you have like dental surgery? No, I just got, uh, I'm getting a new crown. That's not surgery? No, I already did the root canal. Wait, the... The crown season four already came out. I'm going to kill you with my own two hands, Jeff. I'm going to drown you in the ocean. I really want to watch it, but I have a tradition of watching it with my parents over winter break, and now there's no winter break, and there's no travel. I'm sad. Oh, yeah, that's sad. Wow, hate to see it, that we're in the, (laughs) what, like, eighth month of this pandemic? Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think we're going to be in this forever? I don't know forever, but it is disparaging seeing, like, listening to that that Scrubs podcast that I mentioned before that they basically started it at the beginning of the beginning issue of the pandemic and listening to old episodes and they're like in like April or May talking about like, oh, yeah, this will be done by like July or August. And it's like, oh, boy, oh, boy. Wow, we're going to be here forever. The thing is, like, I'm like, oh, we were so naive, but like, I'm seeing now about like. It's not our fault that the government blows. But like, we're still seeing things that are like, oh, this movie is going to, we're doing all these showings in 2021. It's like, we're at the highest point of. Yeah, we're not seeing anything. (laughs) Yeah, like, the point. Yeah, I don't know. Put it on demand for me. I'll spend $15. Don't charge me $20. I won't do it. Um, (laughs) Uh, Okay, you can charge me $20. Just charge me the price of a ticket. Like $15. That's a price of a ticket in a big city. Just charge me that. Ticket or brick it. That's what I always say. There's so many movies I wanted to see that like got pushed that I'm never going to see. Yeah, push it or mush it. Well, because I had, remember, I had the like the AMC pass. Did you, you had it too, right? Yeah, like I always say, AMC pass it or last it. Oh my God, I'm sick of you. (laughs) But I miss movies. We were seeing a movie like every week. Yeah, it's weird to look back on like the last movie that ever existed is Sonic. Oh my God, I'm so grateful uh, (laughs) that because people are like, what's the last movie you saw in theaters? It might be the last movie you ever see in theaters because theaters are dying. And I was like, oh God, was it Sonic? And I like had to like check my history and I was like, oh no, it was Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Thank God, thank God. Oh, oh, I forgot that you went to see that afterwards. Yeah, it was like a week later. I'm glad that Sonic was the last, was the last 
last death knell of theaters. It was fitting. I can't believe it was almost Sonic for me. If Sonic doesn't win an award, though, this year, I'll be pissed. I want them to release the, the original cut, the Gremlin no, version. No, no, thank you. I like the one that came It was good. Sonic was good. If anybody tries to tell you differently, they're lying. Well, on that note, Hip, hip Mike is amazing. Love it. No, Love Sonic it over Hip Mike. It's, hip Mike is bad. I'm going to keep watching because it's amazing. Okay, you do that. I'll spend my time doing other things. I need my, my good my good redheaded boy, Dopo, to be to be no he's okay okay so final verdict i'm weaving the hell out of it and i double love it to cancel out your weave it you can't do that anyways thanks for listening i do still want that to be an actual mechanic we have where like the winner of the past season gets one override one veto no not doing it (laughs) that's too complicated all right so it's available according to this show notes that i wrote down available subbed on crunchyroll and verve but that's not true it's only on funimation i should don't lie to people Well, how could you lie? Like just why Why give them correct information? We can just say whatever. That's true. Nobody will fact check us. One last note I found weird looking into the production staff of the show is that the director, Katsumi Ono, worked, uh, was also the series director for Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds and Arc V. And the series composition, the person in charge of the series composition, also did series composition for Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, 5Ds, Zexel, and Brains. And it's like, why is there so much Yu-Gi-Oh! talent on this show? Like... That's a bizarre through line, but you know, I think it, if, if you can enjoy Yu-Gi-Oh for the sheer absurdity and not be like bogged down and like, I don't know, like caring about rules or plot or stuff, I think, I think it's a good measure of whether you might like the show, even though they seem like they have completely different target audiences. And I mean, I wish Yu-Gi-Oh had this many hot boys. No shirtless boys though. That's disappointing. Wow. Truly shocking. I hate you. There was like a brief moment. There was like a literal boy that was shirtless and I was like, well, that, I mean, you have all these hot men you don't take off their shirts. That's not fair. Well, anyway. That's it for a hit mic. Never speak of it again. Oh, it's so good. So Annie, what do you want to recommend that's not anime? Perfect. This is my time to shine. I actually have something this week. Okay. So it's this K-drama called Startup. It's really good. It's airing right now. Uh, it's about like, oh, you can figure it out from the title. Where can people watch K-dramas like that are coming out now? Well, that one Netflix is doing hmm. uh, weekly. So why can't they do it for anime? I don't know. But they're doing it for this K-drama. And it's great. It's actually a lot of fun. It's about like this startup company called Sandbox that if you pitch your idea and like get into teams, um, they'll fund it. I'm sorry. This series revolves around a woman who has dreams of becoming an entrepreneur like Steve Jobs, a man who is secretly her first love, and another man who's pretending to be her first love. What? <laughs> okay, don't spoil it for yourself. So it's is also that, about startups and their love drama is there. Is it like Nisekoi where it's like there's a secret person that they had like a connection with when they were kids? Okay, it's not a secret. She Okay, fine. Minor spoilers for the first episode. Everyone, please don't let this ruin your experience. So the girl is living with her mom and dad and they get like a divorce because her mom's like, dad, you're not making any money. He's like, I'm going to start my own business. You'll see. And like the mom leaves and then her older sister goes with her mom. She's like, I'm going to follow mom and she's going to find out how to make money. And then she's like, well, I'm going to stay with dad because I love him and whatever. It's like a choice. And then she's really sad because her older sister was her only friend. So her grandma asks this random boy to write letters to her pretending to be like a boy her age. So like she has a friend. Like, and they write letters back and forth, but they use like a fake name and make up this fake boy. So she's like in love with this fake boy. Anyways, fast forward 15 years and she's like, I wonder where that fake boy is. Anyways. And they reunite mm-hmm. while trying to become Steve Jobs. Um, you'll have to watch. <laughs> it's really good the soundtrack slaps i've been jamming um 
Red Velvet does like the lead single called Future and it's great. That's my review of Startup. It's great. It's not done yet. I'm caught up and I'm waiting for the new episode. I can't wait for there to be a future episode that is really terrible and offensive and gets you canceled for standing. That's problematic content. That's the problem with like saying you love something that's not done yet. It could be bad later. That's never happened for our podcast. <laughs> but it has happened in life. It hasn't happened for our podcast because we don't end up loving anything. So That's true. We don't love anything. We both have bad taste, I guess. Except me. I have perfect taste. What have you been watching or okay. playing or doing? What are you recommending? I'm going to recommend the, the best show of all time. I don't know if I'll go that far. It is... Is it Scrubs? I'm going to hate you. It's not Scrubs. Scrubs I might recommend at some point, but it doesn't quite hold up. It's like, Scrubs is the kind of thing It's like, okay, it's fine to watch in the background, but it's not like Does most not of the jokes up. don't land or are no, offensive. And like a lot of the, mm, I enjoy listening to the podcast, but like there's a lot of stuff that they like think is still funny. I'm like, this is really sexist. And like. Not funny. It's like, there's a lot of gender essentialism. Like boys do this, girls do this. And it's like, that's not funny. Anyway. Um. Okay, so I'm going to recommend a Apple TV Plus, I think that's the name of the platform, the Apple TV Plus uh, show, Ted Lasso, which is something that I had heard hyped up for a while. I think it came out a couple of months ago, actually. Um, and I just like been hearing a slow trickle of praise for it. So I was like, yeah, I'll check it out. But like, I don't want to watch it. Sh- it's a show about, about soccer in London. And I was like, I don't like sports movies or shows. Like, I, I just don't like, I don't care about sports. I don't care about soccer. I don't care about British soccer. Like, there's no reason I'm going to like this show. Like, even people say it's good. It's like, eh, I'm not going to like it. But I checked it out and it turns out it's like, I mentioned this on Twitter, but I think it's like the most Jeff core thing I've come across in a long time in that it is just, it's so endearing and sweet. But yeah, so the basic premise is that it's, it, it's about a woman who takes owner, who recently has gotten ownership of this um, like top tier English football team, English football being soccer. Um, and in because she hates her ex-husband so much, this is like the club is the one thing that he cares about the most. So she wants to completely destroy and tank the team. So she, in trying to destroy the team and make it become miserable, uh, hires a American football coach from America who knows nothing about football. British football, aka soccer, and assuming that it'll complete tank, but he instead is just like so heartwarming and endearing and uh ends up like through the power of kindness and optimism, like basically turning things around and like so it starts off with this premise of like someone trying to get revenge and like cause all this bitterness and spread you know, like vengeance kind of and instead gets warped into positivity and like and it's just fun and all the characters are endearing and likable and have a lot more depth than you would expect for a show like this. And I've heard of people who like, it's apparently the writer's room is a mix of British and American writers. So there's, it has like a lot of sensibilities that come from both cultures. Um, and it's just really fun. And I did not, given that I was like, I don't want to watch a sports show. I did not think about how the fact that it's a sports show. I mean, there are a lot of shirtless guys around all the time and they're, they're very Hello, uh, Okay. I'm so sorry. I did black out for most of that because I've been trying to figure out who this actor man is. Jason Sudeikis. Like, his name sounds familiar, but he has the plainest face. He could be anyone. I think he's uh, mostly known for SNL. Yeah, I don't watch that. I'm not 80 and sad. I'm not sure what he, um, like, he's, oh, yeah, the Angry Birds movie and the Angry Birds movie, yeah, too. Yeah, I'm looking at, he's done nothing I've seen, but I've heard his name at least once, you know? Yeah, I don't know if he's done, like, a, has, like, a breakout TV role. Who are you? 
Jason Sudeikis. I'm sorry I called you plain, but you could point to a random white man on the street and say, that's him, and I would just believe you. Anyway, Ted Lasso is is um, is amazing. It is, is very good, and apparently it's been greenlit for, I think, season two and three, I believe. So, um, yeah, there's going to be more coming eventually, and it's just so good. It's so heartwarming, and there are a lot of hot, shirtless men. So That's great for you. <laughs> Uh, I don't have an Apple TV, so I can't watch that. I think it is available on other platforms. I don't know for sure, though. Uh, I know it's available. Apple TV Plus is available for free if you like have bought an iOS device in the past year. But that's the way I, I got it. I have not but. done that. Well, that's it. Sorry to Jason Sudeikis. And if you really want to roast Annie for her terrible hot takes about Hypnosis Mike... Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Let us know how I'm wrong sorry. Annie is. I feel mostly sorry because I know Jason Sudeikis is an avid listener of our podcast, and I just <laughs> and he's and he's the him. number one hip mic fan. So that's where that's where I heard his name before. I see it all the time as a listener. Yeah, he just writes in all these emails that we don't read because we want to spite him because you said he's too boring, too boring to read those emails. Wow, that's true. I did say that he was so boring. I did not want to read his emails. <laughs> so uh, yeah, also send us your listener picks. We're gonna do probably the same form we did last season. So. So if there are any shows that we did not cover, that we did not draft in our season lineup and you want us to make sure we cover, you know, like let us know and then we'll keep them top of mind when we pick our three that we're going to cover for the draft episode or the the listener pick runoff election. And we can make jokes about elections now because the election happened and was not the biggest disaster, but kind of is. It's still going on. Apparently. Right. The disaster is still happening, but like. For how long? How at least long there is can a good this result. go on? We'll, we'll find out. By the time I release the episode, we might be in the middle of a coup, so I don't know. I feel like we're still actively in the middle of a coup, but we're all just like, <laughs> be quiet. <laughs> Do you think we should be quiet or do you think we shouldn't be quiet? Um, I don't know. We don't want my opinion because I'll get put on some sort of watch list. <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Anyways. On that note, Annie, where's your social media so people can find you and oh. complain about your bad opinions? Okay, complain to me on Twitter at any other name. And com- tell me that I'm right at Jeff Link Jeff. And also check out my uh, Digimon podcast where I'm still covering Digimon and it is getting... That's still going? Uh, yeah, it's supposed to be going for 66 episodes and we're on episode 24 this, this is point. horrible. I'm sorry. That is generally not a problem but it's gotten a little bad not bad but just like not good (laughs) just like focused more on action spectacle than any character development in any writing (laughs) and it's just like people aren't even talking or saying anything and like it's just uh it's like exactly the kind of show that would be fun to just watch like a fun popcorn show that would be fun to watch and not do a podcast about but here you are but if you want to listen to a podcast about that check out potages anyways join us next week when we're covering what are we covering yashahime i wrote yashahima (laughs) yeah you did that's what threw me off i was like how is that misspelled it's misspelled somehow i I know it, it looks wrong but anyways Bye. Bye. And as we always say, so much to do, so much anime to see, so what's wrong with taking the back streets? So much to do, so much anime to see, so what's wrong with taking the back streets? That's enough. I'm tired of <laughs> We're going to get through the whole song eventually. Okay, I'm going to watch the Tsubasa Chronicles opening now. Oh, the opening was good. Blaze, I think. Yeah. Oh, oh. Bucket it. Go. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs>
Our listeners are like 10 years old, Annie. You can't curse.